Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I am Molly. And with us is still the one and only Matt DePanny. Hello. Of the Mowgli's. Wow. Thank you very much for staying with us. Oh no, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for coming over. <laughs> Don't want to be anywhere else. Helping you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, we are discussing Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment, which I can't not say fast. Yeah. Uh, this is from 1977's Leave Home. It's their self- second album. Uh, this is credited by the Ramones, just as written by the group, the Ramones. Oh, really? But, act- oh, go ahead. But, yeah, oh, Joey okay. confirms uh, it should be credited more as a Dee Dee and Johnny song. Got it. Um, That's what my notes had, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, two sources. <laughs> it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We two sources checked Wikipedia and yeah. it checks out. Uh, um, oh man! I give this a song category: mental illness, because he's sure. feeling sick and he's losing his mind. That's all he needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. So that's our song. <laughs> Good no, night. I got more, yeah. I got and, more and facts. And we just keep talking. End of show. We did it. No, no. Um, yeah. So this is their third album. Leave the second home. second album. Oh, second album. Sorry. Second album. <laughs> Lost oh, my mind for a second. I said it two times. It must be true. <laughs> um, Third album. Leave home. This is my favorite uh, cover. Yeah, Molly is really into really the cover like, of I Leave I really home. like this cover. Let me see the cover again. Yeah. She, it's, the, oh, yeah. it's the blue one. Yeah. It's just, it's so of that time. I don't know. Like, there's something about it. Like, I feel like it could be. It's kind of oddball. Yeah. It's their but, first one in but color. Cool. But you look straight at it and you're like, this is this band. It's, it just literally says, this is this but band. But it's know? this yeah. band, but it's this band being like, it's it's this band at their like most easy breezy. Like some <laughs> other other cover is like, they're trying too hard again. You know what I mean? Sure, like, right. This is an album cover that's both beautiful and portrays the band in a very like. There's a lot of negative space. Said the guy who's married to an art teacher. <laughs> yes, but there is. I mean, like, all that blue and, and it's yeah, using yeah. whatever that structure is as, like, a bridge. I never understood what bridge? that thing is. What is that thing it is that's coming out like of Tommy's of ear? a farmhouse or something? Farm? No, no. Like, the this thing... looks like a farmhouse, and then this looks like uh, Yeah, I what is know. that? What's that whitish thing? Like an upside-down no pyramid? I always thought it was, like, a walkway. Okay. That they use like a wide angle lens and kind of stretch it around. But I, yeah, I don't. But that's why I kind of like that it's kind of abstract that you kind of don't know if it's a real structure or if it's like something they added it later or I don't know. I mean, I never focused on that portion of the of the album cover. I always just, just the bottom focused on, on the remote. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what makes it a great yeah, cover. Exactly. Is like you don't even really think about it. it's all happening, but you don't think about that other stuff. Yeah. You just see the remotes. It's yeah, just like an abstract kind of. Yeah, thing. it's kind of the yeah. most ab- one of their more abstract ones. I think. No, yeah, because most of the others just like, it's a picture. Yeah. It's a picture of a band. Here's four tough looking guys. <laughs> <laughs> and a wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this song was played by the Ramones 620 times. That makes a lot of sense. It is Rightfully number so. two. Whoa! Blitzkrieg Bob is the only one they played more than this song. Wow. Blitzkrieg Bob and Gimme Gimme Shock Tree. Shock Tree. Yep. That's it. One, two. That's, that's your one, great. two punch. It makes sense. That's great. Although it's a little surprising that it's on their second out. I mean, not not historically surprising because they were playing for 20 years, but I mean, 
there isn't another one on that first album, like Beat on the Brat or something, didn't beat it out. I was like, no. No. This one edged it out. It's a great song. This uh, may have been inspired by Joey's time in an actual institution. Could have also been inspired by Dee Dee's time in an actual institution. Man, these guys. Yeah, they, they spent some time in those institutions. <laughs> they, they have had some time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Matt, I thought of this on the way here, and I have no other recourse but to ask you. As, as, I'm, as I'm listening to this song, and it has that over the chorus, give me, give me shock treatment, and then that... Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how they made that sound? I couldn't find a confirmation on uh, it. I mean, it's probably just a combination Is of it? effect pedals or something, maybe. Really? You know, like it, it, it could be anything. I guess know? so. I think that's the beauty of recording. It's just you, you can put any sound in there and you can twist it around and do whatever with it. So it, it could be anything. It sounds so, it seems like I can't tell if they do it the same way every time. It sounds the same way every time. Mm-hmm. And then, and so I imagine whenever I air guitar to it, Sure, sure. It is as the gu- you do. I, as I do, that's the guitar part. I always imagine it's a guitar part, but the guitar doesn't stop. Uh-huh. I know you could layer you know, it in and stuff. Course, but yeah, yeah, but it just seems like... But then you know, I'm working in the math in my head of like, yeah, but it could be the guitar part, but the guitar player with the Ramones only does one thing, and it's not that. So it might not be the guitar. So it might not be that. I just, I, I just couldn't tell, and I couldn't find uh, an exact... It's a great like producer's note into the song. Yeah, you know, like it's some, it's it's maybe it's something they weren't the band just wasn't even thinking about anyway. They're mm. Like this is just how the song is, and the producer's like, "Nah, let's put this little weird thing in there." <laughs> I got this noise, you know? guys. I'm trying to think. The only other one, the other only other song I can think of that has something like that, and I think of it just because it's very similar, is in uh, 19th Nervous Breakdown. That mm-hmm. it's like a bass thing, but I feel like that's happened in other songs too. I just can't. Right I mean, you'd, you'd be surprised the weirdest sounds that are involved in records. Really? Like, it's just just numerous things recorded, played backwards. Like, hmm. uh, there's there's so many bands that I could think of. Like, there's a band called The Used. I don't know if you ever heard yeah. of them called The Used. They did this thing. They were more of like a two, like early two thousands emo punk thing. Mm-hmm. But they did this thing where. They were so non-conventional. The, the singer wasn't getting the scream right in a part. <laughs> so the producer, John Feldman, he went in the, in the room and said, lay down and close your eyes. And then the whole band came in the room and started throwing metal objects at him. Okay. And they recorded the scream. And it was actually the best thing they ever did for that song. It was like, <laughs> that no one would have thought to just go in there and pelt your friend with metal objects, sure. and that's what's going to make the song better. You haven't thought of you that know. before, Matt's <laughs> <laughs> With some of your band I've definitely been in the room thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Not the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> just some of the band. Um, so this was Joey and Dee Dee writing on this. I had Johnny and Dee Oh, Johnny. You, Johnny. you had Johnny? I had Johnny. Oh. What does did the internet I, say? Did okay. I, yeah, what does the internet, internet say? Internet. Well, what was your point with that? Oh, uh, this does say yeah, this Johnny. does say Johnny. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I thought it was Joey who said. I'm sorry. Somewhere in one of the books. It's hot in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, but I think that this is like the best that this duo. You know, this is the best of this duo. Like this is sure. this duo doing it the best that they can do it. it right? Seems like you mean Dee Dee and Johnny were. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this it's is, a, it's yeah. like a, like a, it's at the like rawest. It's like this this is what they were trying to go for. But it's like yeah. It's, yeah. sometimes like 
when they walk this line, you can get like kind of cheesy or like um, or almost forced. Like this is this seems like, and maybe yes. it's just because I've lived with it for so long, but yeah. it seems so natural, effortless. so effortless. You are singing about shock treatment, yeah, and it's really catchy, but it's also like them like doing the Ramones, the best the Ramones do. Sure, right? I, I think it helps that the that the lyrical content is so straightforward. You yeah, know? like uh-huh. you can play a punk song all day, but when you have this story that's actually fucked up and like you know going through shock treatment like that's yeah. that's insane that you should yeah. that you would have to write a song about that but that brings out this like anguish that mm-hmm. lyrically it needs you know, yeah you, you can write a heavy song all day with guitars bass and drums but if the lyrical content's not there it might not be that type of heavy song you're well, looking for to yeah. get into that don't you think part of it is that I think most people would not look at shock treatment as a good thing sure. but this the whole perspective is this guy was having a hard time until a friend recommended this great thing. And so it's sort of sarcastic. Yeah. But it's only sarcastic the way that we apply it because in the context of the song, it's playing it completely straight in a way of just like, yeah, "Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, it's not a negative thing in this song. It's needed. Within the the song, within the two minutes of the song, this is what is needed. And that he wants it, wants it. He gimme, gimme. <laughs> he, <wants it. laughs> well, he says, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Well, okay, so Matt's, I mean, do, do you have any more facts? For I have no more facts so about this. So to say, song. to bring it back to Matt Tapani, you were talking a little bit earlier about this song in particular mm-hmm. being kind of like a gateway yeah. for you into the remote. This was my gateway song into and the remote. And I was remotes. wondering if you could relay some of that. Yeah, I mean. Take like, us back. Uh, Take us back. Taking yes. you back. <laughs> Aside from the, the first time that I saw that iconic logo that they had on some kid's t-shirt in high school, this was the first time that I ever sat down with a Ramon song I mean hmm. I'm sure I had, at the time I had probably heard you know want to be sedated or Blitzkrieg Bob sure. or something like that mm-hmm. but this was the first time that I was like oh this is what they're doing hmm. and this is awesome <laughs> and it, it, was, it, it, was, it was just like a it was like an iconic punk moment for me to know that these guys were doing this and it wasn't just like that pop version of what I'd heard on the radio or, sure. or watching rock and roll high school and things like that it was a heavier hitting hard song for me hmm. that opened up the doors to know that like, all right, this is punk. What else is out there that's like this or better? And it changed a lot for me, especially with this band. It made me want to listen to this band a little bit more. You know? I, I like what you said. Uh, no, it just left me. No, the idea of um, you were when you were sort of at this point in your life, so many people were throwing punk things at you. Yeah. What like, do you mean by that? Because that did not happen to me. I, it was exactly I, the opposite. You mean, well, it was like people were throwing like punk ideas at me. I like, get, okay. You know, like I, I, at that time in my life, I was, I don't know, 13, 14 years old okay. and was trying to find any way to rebel. Okay. So when I started noticing these like kids with mohawks and back patches and like wearing Ramon shirts, I'm like, well, what are these guys doing? What, what is this? And why do why am I so drawn to it? Hmm. And then they started literally throwing punk ideas at me, like okay. we're anarchists, we're into this, we don't believe that you should do. That. I'm like, so you weren't friends with them ahead of time? I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't really friends with these people. I was kind of like uh, I was into like ska music a lot, not okay. the punk side of it, and um, just I don't know whatever whatever was popular at the sure. time was kind of what I was just into. And then seeing those people and and having them just like I gravitated towards them. 
and turns out they were nice. They weren't like shitty asshole punks that were like, ah, fuck you, you emo kid. It was like those that. guys exist. Those guys do exist. Yep. I've, I've definitely had altercations <gasps> with them. Before. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Right? <laughs> Can't believe they're real. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it opened up the doors a lot to to me wanting to learn how to actually play this music too. Mm. You know, I I didn't know how to make punk music. I just knew that it was something that I just kept getting drawn to more and more at that point. Okay. Um, Fantastic song. Cool. Fantastic yeah. song, Doc. <laughs> solid. <laughs> it is solid. It's a I, solid, great song. It's almost hard for me to talk about, in a way. Because it's sort of the song, like... I mean, like, it, is it, it just a perfect Ramon song? Like, it's, it's pretty I guess close, it, like, one of the best Ramon songs. I guess it it's must pretty be. pretty solid. It's, yeah. It's very high up there as one of the, like, perfect songs they ever It, it has so many things about the Ramones that we all love done well. Sure. Right, so there's it's a, like there's some humor in there. Yeah, exactly. It's off the beaten path, at least you know for 1977. It's, it's, it's weird punk, thing about. yet it's kind of poppy, and it's not poppy like it's not poppy. You hear on the pop station, yeah, yeah. But there is something about it that's easy. It's easy to listen right. to, even though it's a punk song. You don't feel like like you're being attacked by it. You feel mm-hmm. like you want to sing along yeah, with you, this punk song. Yeah, even, you know what I mean? Yeah, even though this guy's going through some crazy shit. Yeah, and it's like, like, hey, we all want shock treatment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know? No, he's right. <laughs> we should think about that. Like, yeah, gimme. Gimme. Um, bring it back to Arturo uh, Vega. The, oh, yeah, um, go. The guy we haven't talked did, about Arturo. The, the guy time. who did the... Um, the Ramones. He did the logo. The logo for them that is so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is that something that you think about with your band, like creating some image that surpasses the sound? Or yeah, I think now more than ever, artists need to think about their branding. Yeah, it's it's not. Just... I mean, talk about a band that branded so hard and <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez. Ch- changed my mind on what merchandise should look like. And yeah, things I like mean, that. You know, mm-hmm. it's. When you create something as iconic as this logo, you want to make sure that everyone can see it everywhere. Yeah. And that is something that, that I think about now with, with our band. We've, yeah. we've gone through multiple logos and different merchandise yeah. lines and things like that. And you find out what, what sells the best and what people relate to the most. And it's generally going to be one design. It, yeah. ne- it never is. It, for me, I've never been like into a band where I'm like, oh, they've got six different logos and they all make me remind, they remind me all of that one band. It's like, no, the first two maybe because they were like the iconic moments of your life, sure. yeah. of that band's life. And then it's like, oh, so they hired some like graphic designer to make some more shit. It's whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but something like this, it changed, It made you turn your head and go, what is that? What, yeah. What is, why is everyone wearing and this? You know? does that make, I mean, because we keep having this conversation, like yeah. what's more important, this the music or the image? This is such a huge part of their image, this logo. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that make Arturo Vega like... A Ramon, you know? Uh, he's at least way more important than I think people would give it credit for. Yeah. That, of how important that is, no, and not just like the look of that logo, but also their look, that style. Yeah. It all fits the sort of accessibility. But to this day, yeah. it's 2016, okay? Mm-hmm. Marky's like the only one left. Just and about. And CJ. That, that um, symbol... Mm-hmm. When, what's the word I keep losing it? Logo. Logo, thank you. Surpasses even, like you said, like you see kids, five-year-old kids walking around with this thing, yeah. wearing this thing on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before you're seeing kids wearing the haircut or leather jackets. Yeah, that's true. You know, which is, I don't know. Okay, no, you're true. 
So you're yeah, gonna they, put the logo up there. They've created a. Yeah, brand. I'm just saying, like the oh, yeah. logo. I'm saying, I'm saying, we're talking that this is a band that their look. This is a conversation we've been having. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Maybe even more important than their sound, than the actual music that they make. Uh-huh. And I'm saying that if we're gonna talk about their look, that this the logo, logo is part of the look. is not just part of the look, but probably the most important mm. piece of their look. I I know what you're saying, and I want to agree with you. Um, mostly just based on like the success and the legacy of it. That you'd yeah. almost think at this rate because of like like I say, kids and Oh, now I can't remember, like American Apparel or whatever the store sure. is. That Hot Topic? That Hot Topic, uh, that's hot it. Topic. That's, I was yeah. like, what's, well, I can't pull Brought it. Brought to you by Hot Topic? <laughs> Brought to you by Hot Topic. But just like, it's possible that that will live on beyond, you know, Animal Boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, oh, it, yeah. it will. Oh, that, yeah. And, and you can, you and can. And probably some would say it's already living. Yeah, it is. Boy. Well, I mean, how, and how many other times can you think of other artists that have completely stolen this logo? Oh, you know, like, there's millions of other designs with this logo. Oh, that yeah. Brands like McDonald's or whatever, you know, it like means, other... yeah. yeah, there's it, a, yeah, it's, no, it's a massive branding piece that I think is a big part of what this band is. Hmm. You know, it definitely means something more to them and, and their fans. I think it's a very important side of this entire hmm. band. Uh, on that brand topic and bringing it back to this song, just saying, I like this idea of coming up with like the perfect Ramon song. Yeah. So now we've had the worst Ramon and also the perfect Ramon song. Yeah. It, I think part of what it fits to be in that category is it fits what we think of as Ramon songs. Yeah. And that it's, I think it's under two minutes. I mean, you know, I just. I think so. Or it's maybe just, like just under two. I'll tell you maybe, exactly. Um, maybe just over two. I don't remember. It's 144. There we go. 144. So it's pretty short. Uh, but it tells that little succinct story. Mm-hmm. And well, it's written by Johnny and Dee Dee. Yeah. It's sung by Joey. Yeah, it's, and it's played got, by Tommy. It's got like everybody lifting it up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's a it's a whole band effort on this one, and it's a it's a sure. band effort when they're still getting along. And I feel like you can feel the I keep saying this word, but the buoyancy of like this period of their career where they're just they're just like discovering their own powers yeah. still. You they're know fresh. what I mean? They were yeah, they're fresh. fresh. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, fresh, but they've learned a few things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Quickly, like, yes. yeah. Very quickly, yes. Ooh. So I'm going to leave this song. No. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, it feels like a foregone conclusion. You don't have the balls to leave this song. <laughs> like I say, it's kind of like, like talking about Casablanca in movies. You know, it was like yeah. a million things have been said about Casablanca. It's kind of just like this sublimely good movie, so what am I going to say about it? It's right. like, sure. yeah, those are iconic performances. Yep. These There's guys another are incredibly quotable line. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Another example, which is um, um, the movie with Orson Welles that's very famous. Oh, with a sled. F for fake. No, uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Thank you. <laughs> Citizen Kane is one of those movies where, personally, I feel like I understand why it's important in the sure. history of film, but I do not personally think it's like you don't great. respond to it. I don't respond man. to it, sure. and I'm not like, hey guys, like let's sit around and like watch Citizen Kane. And right. I'm like I've seen it, and I I'm fine. With gotcha. That. But this song, differently from that, is like. In the context of music, it's great, and also it holds up, and it probably will hold up for a very long time. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, like I will put this on a mixtape many more times. Oh in my man, life. that's the ultimate compliment. <laughs> put it out on the mixtape. Would you play it for your mom? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like this actually would transcend the "Would you play it for your mom" oh, yeah. category. Yeah, my it mom is... might even like know this yeah. one. You know what Chances I mean? Chances are, our parents know this. Song. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. 
Really? Yeah, really. Hopefully my mom knows the song. I mean, I think my dad's cool enough. I think he knows it. My mom's definitely not cool enough, but I think this would be something that, like, you could have heard around. Right. Just, Just to, like, play on that topic for a minute, though, because this is still... It's still very much the raw Ramones period, but it's also like they have dreams of radio play. Oh, sure. I can like see as a cynical person why this doesn't get played on the radio just because it's about shock treatment. That is honestly like the only reason I can think. But like, like, it's does just this so... not get played on the radio? I feel like I've heard this on the I, radio. I can never, I cannot place a time I've ever heard this. I'm not on sure radio. if this gets, I, I know it gets like radio play on XM probably, on, yeah. you know, on satellite radio. That doesn't count. You know, I guess it <laughs> they can play anything. But you know, I, I like to try to imagine that scenario of like what it would take to get this, like what would it have taken to get this to be a hit, like, a, like a radio hit. Right. And it just seems like all the parts are there except they. I just enjoy thinking that one. It's like except you, you sang about shock treatment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. It's like well, we can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever was pushing the band at that time was like, eh. No. I don't know. It's a little heavy of content. <laughs> it's upbeat. I but... guess. <laughs> um, so I went with love, Molly. Love. Matt. Love it. Love, love, love. The Lo- loves have it. <laughs> um, this is a tough one, uh, but I feel like, well, for Matt and I. <laughs> um, uh, most valuable Ramon. Joey. Joey for... I, I, I this is Joey that. sounding so good too. I mean, I guess so. It's it's, it's perfect. Ramo- I mean, it's like a perfect Ramon song. Just doesn't stand out as much to me as my vote, which is actually Johnny. Great. I'm giving it to Johnny because I think that guitar part is just great. Great. Just so aggressive and it is mean. It is him. <laughs> yeah, it is totally. a mean guitar. I definitely lean towards Johnny on this one because okay. of of the guitar and the tone and everything. But going back to it, it it is a Ramon song. This is I, there's hard to choose one favorite Ramon yeah, from this one song. Definitely. To its credit, you know they all gave it their all on this song. Yeah, so, you know you maybe you know what? I choose them all. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Is that a possibility? <laughs> you throw your vote away. <laughs> <laughs> Just opened our minds. We could have voted for all of them. All of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Any last words? Well, I'll put I'll, I'll say one more thing else. in defense of Joey being yes, being please yeah, defend like, him. Don't talk about like, him at all. If you talk about a perfect Ramon song, uh huh. Please name one other perfect Ramon song where any other person in the band sings besides Joey. Oh, very. I mean, no, I, that's I impossible. Yeah, it's like impossible. That so what impossible. I'm saying is, the thing that makes a perfect Ramon song is mm-hmm. Joey singing with his beautiful sure. Beautiful voice. Sure. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and without him, this would not be a part of your own song. Therefore, Joey deserves it. I I see what you mean. <laughs> um, however, he sings on a lot of songs that are less than perfect. Sure. And I feel like... I'm not talking about those songs. But, <laughs> but I feel like one of the things that draws me to this is the guitar. Is the... like sure, no, I don't no. know. It's a simple thing... And I don't know why more people can't duplicate it. Right. Like, I know why people can't duplicate Joey Ramone. Yeah. It, and that's weird. That's actually a plus in your camp's favor because, yeah, that is a singular voice. That, Validated. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds kind of like, I've been thinking, trying to place it, it's like, it's kind of like a weird mushmouth Roy Orbison 
Okay. The best I can do. Like if you sure. squeeze Roy Orbison but didn't have him sing hi, that's sort of how it comes okay. out. Okay. A Roy Orbison puppet. That's it. I like it. The Johnny thing is like everybody knows what it is. Mm. I don't know why yeah. that doesn't always work. Why, why is it not always easily work? replicated? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you actually just have to be like a super a hole? Well, it's possible. also, he, <laughs> very he talks possible. very speci- specifically in his book Commando about the kind of guitar that he was playing during these first sure. albums, which was like some weird. Like, the Moss Right. Yeah. Is that how you say it? The Moss Right? Mm-hmm. The, it's, the, it's the one that the. It's like the Ventures the surf, used yeah, it Ventures and like oh, one okay. other band, and it wasn't like a typical like rock and roll guitar no. that other He didn't have like using. a Fender. No. So yet. that could be that. part of it that his guitar just had a very specific sound. Maybe. maybe. But then also, I mean, he says, you know, I, I developed my own kind of playing, and that's the kind of playing I do. And yeah, it I mean, seemed like everybody in their moments kind of did their thing so specifically that nobody could replicate sure. it. Sure. Yeah, because regardless of it being punk music, it is you still have to have a playing style. Yeah. So everyone's yeah. got that. It, the way that he accents certain notes, no one else can do it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah not, not, no guitar player is like every other guitar player. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to play like Clapton. And I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Clapton. It's gonna be great. No, you're never gonna play like fucking Clapton. It never happens that way. So you develop this tone, and you know it, it is within his guitar, his, his pedals, whatever he's using. Like that's him. Yeah. His inflections on these on how these he chords. uses his tools, how he uses exactly. his tools in harmony, yeah. and the way that he uses his yeah. tools. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, do we have any last cracks about? Give me, give me shock treatment or anything, Matt. This is your this is your chance for closing arguments about the Ramones or anything at all. This is your, you have the world here. Anything? Year. I mean, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about just anything. We have elections <laughs> coming up. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm out of the politics. Okay. So I do not want to talk about that at all. All right, fine. Uh, no, I'm 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 happy to be part of this because I I think the Ramones are very very important to what music has become. I think hmm. now there are artists that come out. And they are influenced by the Ramones. You'd never know it, but like they are. Well, speak to that because in prep, not only for I was listening to these songs, but I was also listening to Mowgli songs. I'm like, because when else would I have the perfect (laughs) opportunity to do that? Right. To Um, compare the two. (laughs) Well, well, and and not for nothing. But then I kind of was, and I was, and I was wondering. It was like, so now it's put up or shut up moment for you. It was like. Does that creep into your stuff? I mean, I know you have like a punk influence coming from that, but I don't. I didn't necessarily hear it in San right. Francisco. You'll probably never really be able to pinpoint it okay. in, in the music that that I create with my band, but it is certainly there. Hmm. Uh, it, in my playing style, how I've grown up playing, it is there. That the the entity of what punk and what this band has created, things like that, are within my style, no matter what. So okay. I can write. To anything, I can yeah. play to anyone's music, but my playing style is gonna have like a little punchier type of feel to it because of people like the Ramones okay. and the way that they played and what they did for music as well. So, I, it does. It will never come out in in the Mowgli's as as of right now. Maybe one day. <laughs> oh man. Maybe one it's day they'll be like, "Cool, you wrote a." punk song let's do that but like we'll make it lovey and stuff <laughs> I'd be stoked about that I'd be like cool you want more fuzz and uh, you want distortion let's get distortion on this thing you know? but yeah you'll never hear it in my playing really okay you know? well, I just, but I, it's there it's definitely there okay. my, my influences are all coming out of me no matter what yeah. but you know every genre needs needs the player to play the part correctly just following that train of thought do you find that that's when do you find you're sort of creating your best when you're Wearing all your influences, or when you are channeling some of your influences? 
I think I think it'd be tough for me to to actually not channel all of them at once. Okay. I've never really just sat down and been like, all right, I'm going to go with like my Victor Wooten style of playing obscure bass notes okay. and trying like a 30-minute solo on bass. I've never really sat down and done that. I just always come to the table with like, this is who I am. This is the music I've listened to my whole mm-hmm. life. The sum of all your influences. Exactly. Let's just play and see how it comes out. You know? mm-hmm. Cool. And sometimes it sounds like punk. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, well, thank you again for coming on. Thank show. you for having you're, me. This is awesome. Great, yeah. Thank you, Matt Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, and and remind me, we can we can find themoglies. dot net. Themoglies. dot net. And it's a possessive Mowgli, as in Mowgli it is, owns these things. Yeah, it is grammatically <laughs> incorrect. My mom is an English teacher. Yeah, and no, she, she would, would wonder. She would hate me. <laughs> the, the only reason did somebody why, insist it was like we gotta have that so the only reason why I'm sure there's a million different that ways that people comma. Have, there'll, there'll be a million different ways that if you ever meet any of my other band members I'll tell you a bunch of different stories we get eight stories on yeah it, you'll get a bunch of them but the way that I remember it is that there was a band member that had a dog in the band and that dog's name was Mowgli oh okay and when we first started tracking songs in, in our garage he was in the background barking on all those songs and to me, Mowgli owned us. Okay. Because he, he was like, fan. yeah, it's like he's running the show here. He's calling all the shots. He's like, now I'll take another take. Just barking. It's like, that was, that was his band. You know? Okay. But wow. no matter how you look at it, it is grammatically incorrect. It should not have been spelled that way. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Give no, you a hard time no, 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 no. This is you're, this, this is not giving me a hard time. This is a question that comes up in like a lot of Does interviews it really? and stuff like that. Yeah, it happens a wow. lot more often than you would think. <laughs> and my answer now is just this is what it is. It is know? what it is. We is are not band? rebranding, so yeah. we have no. come this far. Let's not change it now. Okay, I, cool. I'm yeah. down with that. But it's themoglies.net. You can follow it on Twitter at the Moglies without the punctuation. Right. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Tapani. Right. And then just Google the Mowgli's. You'll find. Yeah, us use somewhere. the internet. Yeah, use the internet, we, guys. I think we figured out the algorithm with Google where oh, if you type in any form of of our name, any spelling of okay. it, it'll be us and Disney's The Jungle Book. I was gonna yeah, say, did you get great. a big bump from that Jungle Book movie that uh, recently on, came out? On Google, we get more hits, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think Disney wants anything to do with us. Yeah. No. It I, goes against their all-the-money yeah. policy. Yeah, yeah. They have it. We don't. You know, but I feel that's, like... That's what it is. I feel All like I feel like Rudyard Kipling would like us. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> but he doesn't have a lot to say anymore, so... Like Disney owns everything he ever said. So. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you for joining us on thank Disney's so show yes. for the Brought Ramones. To you by Disney. Brought to you by Disney, where you yeah, can find it. Marvel's Star Wars Ramones. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, please follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast and join us next time. We will be, we will be discussing. Glad to see you go on Ramones of the Day.